section three of the spirit of place and other essays this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by kathleen the spirit of place and other essays by alice Bunnell. solitude the wild man is alone at will and so is the man for whom civilization has been kind but there are the multitudes to whom civilization has given little but its reaction its rebound its chips its refuse its shavings sawdust and waste its failures to them solitude is a right foregone or a luxury unattained a right foregone we may name it in the case of the nearly savage and a luxury unattained in the case of the nearly refined these has the movement of the world thronged together into some blind byway their share in the enormous solitude which is the common unbounded and virtually illimitable possession of all mankind has lapsed unclaimed they do not know it is theirs of many of their kingdoms they are ignorant but of this most ignorant they have not guessed that they own for every man a space inviolate a place of unhidden liberty and of no obscure enfranchisement they do not claim even the solitude of closed corners the narrow privacy of the lock and key nor could they command so much for the solitude that has a sky and a horizon they know not how to wish it lies in a perpetual distance england has leagues thereof landscapes verge beyond verge a thousand thousand places in the woods and on uplifted hills or rather solitudes are not to be measured by miles they are to be numbered by days they are freshly and freely the dominion of every man for the day of his possession there is loneliness for innumerable solitaries as many days as there are in all the ages so many solitudes are there for men this is the open house of the earth no one is refused nor is the space shortened or the silence marred because one by one men in multitudes have been alone there before solitude is separate experience nay solitudes are not to be numbered by days but by men themselves every man of the living and every man of the dead might have had his privacy of light it needs no park it is to be found in the merest working country and a thicket may be as secret as a forest it is not so difficult to get for a time out of sight and earshot even if your solitude be enclosed it is still an open solitude so there be no cloister for the eyes and a space of far country or a cloud in the sky be privy to your hiding-place but the best solitude does not hide at all this the people who have drifted together into the streets live whole lives and never know do they suffer from their deprivation of even the solitude of the hiding-place there are many who never have a whole hour alone they live in reluctant or indifferent companionship as people may in a boarding-house by paradoxical choice familiar with one another and not intimate they live under careless observation and subject to a vagabond curiosity theirs is the involuntary and perhaps the unconscious loss which is futile and barren one knows the men and the many women who have sacrificed all their solitude to the perpetual society of the school the cloister or the hospital ward they walk without secrecy candid simple visible without moods unchangeable 
in a constant communication and practice of action and speech theirs assuredly is no barren or futile loss and they have a conviction and they bestow the conviction of solitude deferred who has painted solitude so that the solitary seem to stand alone and inaccessible there is the loneliness of the shepherdess in many a drawing of j f millet the little figure is away aloof the girl stands so when the painter is gone she waits so on the sun for the closing of the hours of pasture millet has her as she looks out of sight now although solitude is a prepared secured defended elaborate possession of the rich they too deny themselves the natural solitude of a woman with a child a newly-born child is so nursed and talked about handled and jolted and carried about by aliens and there is so much importunate service going forward that a woman is hardly alone long enough to become aware in recollection how her own blood moves separately beside her with another rhythm and different pulses all is commonplace until the doors are closed upon the two this unique intimacy is a profound retreat an absolute seclusion it is more than single solitude it is a redoubled isolation more remote than mountains safer than valleys deeper than forests and further than mid-sea that solitude partaken the only partaken solitude in the world is the point of honor of ethics treachery to that obligation and a betrayal of that confidence might well be held to be the least pardonable of all crimes there is no innocent sleep so innocent as sleep shared between a woman and a child the little breath hurrying beside the longer as a child's foot runs but the favorite crime of the sentimentalist is that of a woman against her child her power her intimacy her opportunity that should be her accusers are held to excuse her she gains the most slovenly of indulgences and the grossest compassion on the vulgar grounds that her crime was easy lawless and vain art of a certain kind is apt to claim to-day by the way some such fondling as a heroine of the dock receives from common opinion the vain artist had all the opportunities of the situation he was master of his own purpose such as it was it was his secret and the public was not privy to his artistic conscience he does violence to the obligations of which he is aware and which the world does not know very explicitly nothing is easier or he is lawless in a more literal sense but only hopes the world will believe that he has a whole code of his own making it would nevertheless be less unworthy to break obvious rules obviously in the obvious face of the public and to abide the common rebuke it has just been said that a park is by no means necessary for the preparation of a country solitude indeed to make those far and wide and long approaches and avenues to peace seems to be a denial of the accessibility of what should be so simple a step a pace or so aside is enough to lead thither a park insists too much and besides does not insist very sincerely in order to fulfil the apparent professions and to keep the published promise of a park the owner thereof should be a lover of long seclusion or of a very life of loneliness he should have gained the state of solitariness which is a condition of life quite unlike any other the traveller who may have gone astray in countries where an almost lifelong solitude is possible knows how invincibly apart are the lonely figures he has seen in desert places there 
their loneliness is broken by his passage it is true but hardly so to them they look at him but they are not aware that he looks at them nay they look at him as though they were invisible their on self-consciousness is absolute it is in the wild degree they are solitaries body and soul even when they are curious and turn to watch the passers-by they are essentially alone now no one ever found that attitude in a squire's figure or that look in any country gentleman's eyes the squire is not a lifelong solitary he never bore himself as though he were invisible he never had the impersonal ways of a herdsman in the remoter apennines with a blind blank hut in the rocks for his dwelling millet would not even have taken him as a model for a solitary in the briefer and milder sylvain solitudes of france and yet nothing but a lifelong habitual and wild solitariness would be quite proportionate to a park of any magnitude if there is a look of human eyes that tells of perpetual loneliness so there is also the familiar look that is the sign of perpetual crowds it is the london expression and in its way the paris expression it is the quickly caught though not interested look the dull but ready glance of those who do not know of their forfeited place apart who have neither the open secret nor the close no reserve no need of refuge no flight nor impulse of flight no moods but what they may brave out in the street no hope of news from solitary councils end of section three